0: Hello and welcome. Episode 7. Can you believe it? 7 R A 7 of them, thanks. Woo! Episode 7 of Frizz and the Grizz Podcast. Man, it's been a long Monday. I can't even say that. Wake up,
1: bro! Wake up!
0: Frizz and the Grizz. Jesus Christ. It's been a fun week. I'm tired because of the football yesterday, man. It looked crazy, man. but man, it was actually really good games. Hold up,
1: hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We can't start without saying it. Happy freaking
0: Monday. Hey! by the way, the rare Monday that feels like a Friday. This is my Friday and my Monday. Oh,
1: yes, because you're gone for a while. while.
0: Yeah, so that's a great great way to start. I am off. Uh, I'm gone this week, so we are off next week. So we're going to take a bye week. Everyone gets a bye week. This is our bye week on the schedule. So we'll be back the following week. I think that's the 2nd of October. So, you know, listen to if you If you want something to listen Double to. Double check
1: me, the math on that one. Let me make yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, we're off the 26th. We'll be back on Monday, October 3rd.
0: Right. So if you listen to the one you're listening to now, and you want some more episodes, check out our archive. We're there. Listen to everything. So we're going to do a little differently this this uh, today. So we've been doing in the past, we've had our hot take hotline, which we love, right? So we get to interact with the fans. You guys call in, get to talk to you, hear your hot takes, whatever you want to say. Um, it's going to be open the whole show. So right below us, you see us on the screen. There's a hot take hotline, a phone number. And actually someone's on the phone right now. Someone had called in while we were like waiting to start the stream so i'm just curious what who the hell is on the line i'm, curious really to see that too. I'm wondering if they're still there i'm gonna unmute them they should be i think i connected it correct this time let's see hey, uh it. do we have a caller what's your name where are you calling from hello caller are you there hold no. on hold on you know what i did bluetooth I, I, fucked up. I didn't do the bluetooth of course who who what's going on man i missed you i'm sorry
1: you missed me, uh, Jesus Christ! This podcast—I so was like, "Shit!" It's making me want to throw up. Who is so
0: what this? Are we talking
1: about tonight? Are we talking about Matt Patricia and how much he sucks? What are we doing?
0: <laughs> is that where you want to start with this? Let's start. start with the Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. right away? No.
1: Okay.
0: Matt Patricia sucks. I'm saying. I'm assuming you're a Patriots fan.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of don't want to talk about Matt Patricia. I actually want to talk about your your, uh, your 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 porn history if you want to talk about that. Uh, what do you start with on uh, YouPorn? Do you go like amateur or do you go, wh- like, what do you go with? I
0: like, like to just uh, bro- you bro- you know? browse, browse the What's front page. On? Thank you for calling, Jared, if you want to have a... No,
1: no, no, hold on a second. Let's talk about this. Steve, if there was one person you would trust driving a car to Georgia, who would it be? Definitely
0: not you. We almost died in that trip. Definitely
1: not me. What's
0: that? We almost died in that trip. Jared, do you want to fire what any Patriots people? Do I want to... Who Who do you want to fire? We were trying hey, listen, to elicit the hot take listen, last week. We were
1: trying to get that last week. Let's, yeah. Let's have a real conversation about who I want to fire. It'd be Jimmy Gilchrist
0: because All right. he's a terrible Thank you, Jared. <laughs> well, that was a fun start. Let's, let's start it hot. Yeah,
1: that that started off hot. That started off hot.
0: Yeah. See, I I was hoping to, you know, use the hot take hotline for good, but not evil. And this is where we ended up, but yeah, we can start with some of the Patriots stuff if you want to. Absolutely. Jared, I think Jared started us there. That's what he wanted to start with. Did you watch that game?
1: I did watch a decent amount of it. Uh, Even though I'm not up in the new England area anymore. uh, I still have some family that watch, you know, these games. I'll watch it with them. Uh, Mac looked better. The offense definitely looked better than obviously week one. Um, I don't know how much weight you can hold to it with the Steelers being the, their competition. Steelers without a TJ Watt. Um, so I, I just don't, um, there was some throws that their receivers finally, you know, made plays on Nelson Aguilar showed up. Usually he drops everything that's thrown to him. Um, he actually showed up, uh, saw a lot of catches from, I think it was Jacoby Myers was in there for a few, uh, right. one was, yeah, Myers is decent. And, He's like the little security blanket that we all thought Hunter Henry and and um the other tight end that barely shows up now uh with the Should double John arm. Smith? Yeah, John o. Smith. Like uh, born um Bourne is starting to be that I said get my up. Myers, Myers is starting to be that guy. Um so I Mac played better. You know, I still uh, we we wait on the whole quarterback listing thing that I had at the very beginning. Um mm-hmm. but he looked better last he looked better yesterday, so I'll give him credit for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think for the Patriots, it's a lot of what you saw again in week two. What you saw in week one, it's just the offense isn't very creative, and they don't really have offensive weapons that create space. And like, I'm not—I don't think Mac Jones is necessarily a bad quarterback. He just needs things to go right around him. And just—it's just again, I mean, granted, the Steelers' D is pretty solid, and so is Miami's, I believe. Although, I guess (laughs) maybe not after this week when the Ravens put up what like thirty. We can talk about that, Um... but. I don't know, man. I, I think just the Patriots have had this problem all year. I think it just starts with Bill Belichick starts and ends with Bill Belichick as a GM. Like he's a great coach. He obviously knows defense, but the skill positions, they wasted a ton of money in those two tight end slots. And they're pretty much irrelevant. They're very mid tight ends at this point. Very mid quarterback. wide He was don't do much. And like, I think what you saw last year out of the Patriots is a lot of just uh, McDaniels scheming it up for Mac Jones.
1: Right now, Max taking the throw, uh, a lot of throws, a lot of tosses underneath 10 yards. Uh, I don't think he used his running backs as much this game as he did against Miami. Uh, he actually did push the ball downfield, which probably could have caught Tomlin and them off guard um, because he was tossing the ball, you know, past 20 yards on some of his throws. But like I said, a lot of his receivers bailed him out uh, yesterday. And I don't want to get this misconstrued with people that think that I'm just like an absolute Mac Jones hater. I'm not, but I watched him play at Alabama and I watched him play, you know, the first season, Mm. like you said, he has, he's a good quarterback, but he has to have schemes to get people open. He's not going to be the creative quarterback, change the play at the line or even extend the play. It's got to be like a perfect setup for him to be successful. And granted, usually the team around new England is, is, is a perfect setup, but they're like you said, Bill's not moving the pieces the way that he was supposed to be moving them for him to have consistent success where he can help win games instead of just hopefully they win games while he's a quarterback.
0: I will say though, like Mac Jones, like his strengths, what he does really well is I think he does a great job at at reading the defense, going through his progressions and finding the open man. Like that's, that's fundamental quarterbacking. You know what I mean? Like he, he doesn't do anything overwhelming. He's not going to elevate the guys around him, but he's solid. I was talking to a a Patriots buddy of mine, guy who really loves the Patriots been watching him for 20 years. And I think he was, very fair in his assessment of Mac Jones. He's like, he's,
1: he's Alex Smith. And I was like, yeah, he's Alex Smith. I wouldn't give him that, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I was thinking Smith along the lines, but Smith was a little bit more athletic to extend plays a little bit more. Yeah. If you're going game management wise, game management
0: wise. Yeah, absolutely. You're
1: not going to, he's going to get you wins. He's not going to get you championships. Um, Granted, I might eat my words in five, 10 years if like they pull a championship out of their ass. Um, But he's going to, again, He's not going to make the dumb throw to ruin the game for the team because he's coached up that way. Right. Bill's yeah. not going to make him. He's going to make sure that they don't put him in a situation where he has to make or take chances. We'll say that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the Patriots are going to be a <laughs> weird situation where they're going to be stuck with Mac Jones for a long time because he's too good to pass on, but he's yeah. not going to be good enough to take them over the hump. So He'll be like one of those these Ryan Tannehill guys who just kind of get passed along from team. Great, to team great time.
1: comparison.
0: Um, but do you want to talk about the Steelers? You know, what a player that like really has impressed me this year, and I think I haven't noticed him because uh, Big Ben was so bad in the past. Deontay Johnson's a fucking monster, dude. Have, have
1: yeah. you seen him play this year? His catches are unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. He's making like prime Odell Beckham sideline one handed t- Timmy toe taps catches. It's like ridiculous. He made a catch that was out of bounds i don't know if it, i can't remember if it was this week or last week it was like one-handed over defender got the feet down but they called it out of bounds and everybody's like, oh it's incomplete i was like i don't care if it's incomplete did you see what he did to catch that yeah like it's crazy. that's just a freakish athlete and he's I, again i thought that he was like you know the prototypical steelers wide receiver antoine randall l heinz ward you know antonio brown they come in they, they're they really really good with with pittsburgh and they're really not so good outside of that he's proving he's that he's, he's pretty he good legit. yeah exactly
0: no, it's crazy because that offense is pretty good they have I, I i still believe in uh maybe pickens and claypool they haven't really done much but man yep. it's just mitch mitch trubisky he just looks so bad i was i watched that game back today and he he just made a lot of poor decisions that, that he's been he,
1: making for his entire career yeah
0: i mean physically he's 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 pretty talented physically he has the arm strength he can get out of the pocket and move it's just the decision making so bad
1: it's still general- yeah the things that separate good to great quarterbacks or even just like average to good quarterbacks are those throws on third and four when you can't get the first down mm-hmm. but you'll take the check down and the running back at three yards like that's the separation or it's third and mid eight seven and you run it out, but you throw a ball that the sh- the receiver comes up short. That's Trubisky <laughs> in a nutshell, yeah. where he just he just can't put the ball in an area that a better quarterback can for his players to make a play.
0: I mean, luckily for Pittsburgh, like they don't have to rely on Trubisky the full True. year. Pickens uh, is it no? Is it Picket? Kenny Pickett, can he pick it, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's waiting in the in the wings. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know if you watched and heard the fans at that game. They were they want him. Or, they they want, want him. I don't blame them.
1: And that's. Yeah, well, I mean it's he's the homegrown kid. It doesn't help that he went to Pittsburgh. Um, in a good way it helps, but it doesn't help for Trubisky because he is looking over his shoulder, and I don't give a damn. Like you had your chance, you know what I'm saying? Like you got picked over it'll always be held that you got picked over Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. You gotta perform. Like that, I, I got I can't say I don't have sympathy for him because like he was in a terrible situation. We're seeing Justin Fields kind of go through it. Right now, so
0: with that situation, like I remember, like, it's so weird how how this this always pans out. Is like, at the time, you have a certain view of the situation, and then you have different like feeling in retrospect. Because I remember at the time he was picked high, and and there was like everyone was like, "Why would you take him there? Like, he wasn't like Daniel Jones, another guy. Like he mm-hmm. when he got drafted as high as he did, everyone it was, was in their head. <laughs> so I, I'm not surprised that like it didn't pan out for Trubisky and you see all these other guys behind him that, that had a more successful career. You know, you know what reminds me of that a lot is like I go back to Jason Tatum where I feel like now in retrospect, everyone's like, oh, why didn't Tatum go number one? And I, I remember at the time they were criticizing the Celtics for taking him three. So it's just like people criticized well, Celtics three.
1: fans criticized the Celtics for taking Jalen Brown the year before. Right. Out of um, – was it Providence? Was he PC? Um, no, he from Okay. Who's a – I could have sworn there was a guard that was out of a – out of like a little Chris Dunn maybe that's what it was yeah he busted um, out with the Timberwolves yeah um but yeah like a lot of people didn't I remember being like who Jalen Brown Cal but like yeah that's that's just you know the it's luck like of the draw
0: thing, you know it's just like there's always dudes that get picked way too high and if it works out like everyone's like oh yeah of course that made sense like but mm-hmm. if it doesn't people for like why like they were like oh you busted that high but they didn't shouldn't have went that high to begin with exactly I don't, that Pittsburgh New England game in general was was tough watch. I was forced to watch it because I don't know if you you dealt with this or anyone else dealt with this, but like NFL Sunday ticket was having issues on Sunday. I no. think it's only if you were streaming it. So I stream it and I lost you know half of the one o'clock games and I had to hate to see. I was forced it. to watch the local game. It was pretty brutal. I was
1: surprised uh, that the local game here was the Steelers Patriots game. As that is bizarre. The Panthers. um
0: the Giants-Panthers? That's Yeah, Giants-Panthers
1: time. game. Yeah. But I think it's because it was in New York. But even still, yeah, they they televised that game. That's how much they don't care about the Panthers down here. They put the Patriots-Steelers game. Let's,
0: well, let's go there to the Panthers because you're in North Carolina, and I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So we're two games into the baker experience, <sighs> And it is a Are
1: bad experience. On them? Yes. Like, yep, we're done? They handed the keys to them. Like, I got to watch, you know, the whole preseason of everybody that was, you know, glitz and glamour. Everything was all gold with Baker. And he's still Baker. He's still making dumb decisions. He's still missing receivers. Like DJ Moore, at least was a spark in the pan with you know Sam Darnold for six weeks last year. He's a ghost right now. It and I was thinking mm-hmm. it too while I was watching the game. I was like, I know a lot of people argued with like, well oh, Beckham is a head case. Beckham wants the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Ball players want the ball. Sorry, they're pre-bundata wide receivers. They think they're the best. Give him the goddamn ball. He was good, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I, I feel like Baker has problems with throwing the number ones. Because if you can't deal – if you can't do it with – I mean, it home. seems
0: like he has problems throwing to anyone at this Not point. only
1: that, but I'm saying, like, get the ball <laughs> to your playmakers, right? Yeah. Like, you have the ability to get it to DJ Moore, who is a premium wide receiver. I'm not saying he's top tier. But then you got Robbie Anderson to kind of just dump off to and let him use the speed. He can't even get him the ball. Mm-hmm. Like three receptions for both of them last week or this past week. And it's like, that's not good at all. And I know you're going to rely on Christian McCaffrey, but like his time is also limited. We can't handle. I say, we, they can do not. Yeah. I am not a Panthers fan. The Panthers. I do not mean to say we, but mm. I'm telling you, they cannot afford to just keep giving McCaffrey the ball and then expect it just to help, work out for him. We're seeing that it's working in the opposite way. Dayball got them boys two and zero. Saquon Barkley is running like Saquon Barkley. Contract year, we called it at the beginning of the year. Who did they He's play week one? Uh, good question. I'm a Giants fan. They played uh, the, the Titans
0: the week one. They played the Titans week one, so they beat the Titans okay. week one, and then week two they beat the Panthers. So I'm not going to get over. I'm not going to overreact and say the Giants are good because no, that's don't not what I meant. Either of those wins.
1: Yeah, I just meant Barkley. That's all I'm saying because we called that he was going to be a harder runner this year because contract contract I get that
0: money. Yeah, he's he's doing it. Give him that. I will say like going back to the Panthers. They're a weird team because they do have like a couple like attractive pieces. I think uh, Burns are their D D linemen's D linemen's nice. You know, you have McCaffrey there, but McCaffrey's a running back. Like that position super volatile where you don't have Mm -hmm. a long shelf life. I don't know what their future holds. Like I think their best case right now is just to kind of dump this season at this point and go into the draft draft a young quarterback and start, start
1: brand new. Good quarterbacks coming out this year. Um, We got way too much time to start thinking about quarterbacks right now though. So I wouldn't, I don't, I don't even want to touch that case. This is a good year. If you were like, yes, this this is the year to get a quarterback. Okay. This is if, if, Two years ago, the five quarterbacks that were taken turn out to be the five quarterbacks that we hope they are. Trevor, um uh kid that just got Lance just got hurt, uh Mm -hmm. kid up in New York, he you know, he's hurt, obviously. Um Max Jones, yeah, Mm -hmm. and and Davis Mills. If those five turn into okay to great quarterbacks, that's a hit for the draft. This year's draft is going to be the same. CJ Stroud, uh out of Ohio State. Uh, the kid from Alabama, I always get his name wrong, but he's a little dude that's like a Drew Brees type. Mm-hmm. Um there's, there's some good quarterbacks that come out of this draft this year. And it's not just the high school, high tier teams too, like Alabama and Ohio State. There's some good like mid-tier mid tier teams.
0: I was talking to you on Saturday and I I I like that Miami quarterback. I think he's projected to be end of the first round. Tyler Van Dyke. He looks nice. He's got a really good ball. Like, yeah, he's he's pro ready. We'll
1: say that. Yeah. That's that's what makes him you know a top tier, echelon quarterback that's going to get drafted. No, round I'm just saying, round like one or two. even like the end of the first
0: round. Right, he, I think they see he's 26 overall projected, like a yep. fourth quarterback off the board. So I mean that that quarterback class is pretty deep. It's going to be good. I think for the Panthers. I mean, they're going to play out the season, obviously, but at this point, I think the writing is on the wall with, with that. They're not, card.
1: yeah, they're not winning a championship with Baker. Um, granted, they traded for him, but they they knew that. Yeah, it's they cool. knew that that wasn't going to be like they're you know handing the keys. to And I think they did at the preseason, uh, but they know that they're not handing the keys to him to say, "Hey, man, you are our, you are our you are program for the next ten years." No, that's not it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I let's let's go to a fun game. Let's go to actually yeah. a good game that I watched a, a fair amount of. Did you watch? I'm assuming the answer is yes. The Dolphins and Ravens. Yes. That was. We
1: should have started. That, with that. was. Well, that brought back vibes of KCLA. Remember that game on Thursday yeah. night football years ago? You you know? Know. Oh, this is exactly how Thursday night football is going to be. Like everybody's freaking out. Like this is how the NFL is always going to be. And then, it, then it'd be like that for the rest of the year. Um, But yes, that talk about fireworks. And if you want, I thought about this this morning, right? And I was going to go on the line of saying, I don't want to make it a hot take, but God damn it, give me my sound. Do you up. want it?
0: All right. We're yes. Gonna bre- finally going to break it out.
1: I like this. This is D. Frizzy Frizz saying Miami Dolphins offense could be as scary as prime Kansas City Chiefs offense. What I mean by this is Tua Tagovailoa is not Patrick Mahomes. Let me get that straight, right? He is not Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball eighty yards down the field. But Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are the scariest matchup in like the history of the NFL for wide receivers. Granted, Waddle is still young, but they both can run the route tree, and you can see the fear in the DBs' eyes. When these two start sprinting, it is, like, incredible that they're like, we don't know what the hell to do. They both are 4'3", 4'2", 40s that can leap and run the entire route tree. They're not just streakers, right? Mm -hmm. They can run slant. They can run in, out. They can run post, corners, every freaking route, and you can't double them because there's the other one on the other side. They got... Hill one side, Waddle the other, Gasecki up the middle, and they got a bunch of a plethora of running backs to dump it down to. Not to mention uh Cedric Wilson across the middle. Like I'm not saying that they are yes, well, I am. They are as scary as being the Kansas City Chiefs I, if they I, keep throwing it like this. I was
0: on record saying before the season started that I think that this skill group in Miami is better than the one that Tyreek Hill left in Kansas City. Like I think that's a no brainer at this point after seeing what they did last year. Right week. now, yeah. I got a hot take for you.
1: I'm ready for it. Another one.
0: Mike McDaniel's coach of the year.
1: Oh yes. Yeah.
0: Is that I mean, even hot? I don't know if that's a hot is take. that even hot? No,
1: because I kind of agree with it. It's not hot. It's lukewarm. Um, because two two games in the season, it's kind of early. But I could see that if this team pulls off 10, 11, 12 wins, which they can. Yeah, they might give it to him because of where they were two years ago. He's just he so over. good
0: at scheming an offense. There's like, yeah. I feel so conflicted after watching this game because I know people who love Tua want people who don't love Tua to give Tua all the praise today. You know, like Tua is the real yep. deal, yada, yada, yada. I just find that like a lot of these passes that he made were to wide open dudes schemed open. Like Mike McDaniels is executing that 49ers offense to a T right now. In Miami, there's just dudes open all the time.
1: And plus, like, you know why they are, I mean, yes, you know why. Well, you they're obviously game.
0: great. They're very they're like, they have great skill player, but still like
1: the DBs are. I have never seen oh, defensive backs this afraid Miami? of wide receivers. I'm talking. They were also so that confused
0: true. that that, that yeah, defense true. was so well, confused. Doing
1: that, I'm not taking the credit away from uh, Mike McDaniel, but Trudeau i I'm, when I tell you like I'm I, we all watch the game and most people watch the game from the positions that they've played right maybe not you because you, you're gonna watch the fullback I like we to really watch you no know fullback.
0: what I like to watch when I watch <laughs> the game I like to watch the O-line I like to watch the O-line yes
1: right exactly you love love that love to see a left guard pull and, and absolutely trap a d-tackle like that it makes me very happy when I see that but when I'm watching the when I'm watching games I'm watching how the dbs are reacting to plays you can kind of call it you know the Romo-esque and like oh he's gonna be open just by pre-snap like you can see it right there are These DBs are backpedaling 10 to 15 yards before the snap is off. That's how afraid they are of these guys just running a post. Or they get on their hip and they don't know if they're going in, out, or continue going straight. It's ridiculous.
0: I you, I mean, you, you just gave me hyped up on the Dolphins.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: the Miami Dolphins are going to win. the AFC East. I like it. Why not? I, I like it. I they could they could rattle off 11 12 wins. And if they just get at least one against Buffalo, they they're in danger of losing that division.
1: Yeah. Uh that's not that is a great hot take. Well, I'm going to hold you to it. Um my pick obviously when we did our betting lines was the Bills, so like we'll have some some uh futures to at least hold on to but that is i mean i know people did not want to believe they, like you said people that were people that are for tour are for him too much people that are against tua or against him too much it's
0: so hard to say after that game though because i mean it's so, so impressive six touchdowns you two got, interceptions. it's a
1: comeback exactly he threw two picks i but... was able to listen on a few people that said it earlier today a year ago, he throws two picks in the first half. People were wanting him benched. Yeah. He he bounced back, and was like, here's four touchdowns. It reminded me of what he did so well. I hate to say it, but so well at Alabama. He's resilient. It's almost as if it does not phase him that he throws interceptions. You kind of want that fire-esque, like, yo, man, like, don't throw another one. And he, you know, he'll mosey back to the to the line, I mean, or you know, to the bench. But he's just consistent. We heard Tyreek talk him up. You know he's more accurate than Patty. Mahomes. Mean, I'm not going that route, but he's doing the do, things. Do you want? That, it? Do you want it? No, not a hot take. He's not. <laughs> he's not Mahomes. I said it already. He's not Mahomes. <laughs> Did you want but to go that ahead? offense? That offense, I think, is just as if not more dangerous right now than Kansas City was at their prime because of what they have. There was no number two wide receiver in Kansas City. Jalen Waddle is proving that he's a number one without without Hill being there. And Gusecki, he's not Kelsey, but he's better than the second receiver that was in KC. You don't even know who the hell that was, Miko Hardman, right? Do
0: you want to? Do we want to say, Super Bowl? Wanna say no. Super Bowl? No, no, do we want to no, say Super Bowl? No, no,
1: no. Do we want to say Super Bowl? No, we're not. I'm not. You're not, you're not on not there. I I'm just, I'm just, seeing if that, you would say it. I was, I was just, i you going to say I it. I like the AFC championship winner. I do like that.
0: Oh, AFC, AFC East. AFC East. Yeah. Not the
1: championship. I could, I, I mean, like why not?
0: Why not? All they got to do is at least break even with the bills and we'll see how that goes. Because honestly, I, their schedule, it starts off pretty hard that their first couple of games. I think they have the bills next week as well. If they can win next yep. week and go start three, and the, the middle part of the schedule is so soft. So I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm excited. So where are you with two of them after this game? Are you? Are I, you,
1: I've always been a two of defender. Are you in or out? Um, You're in. Just because I'm, I'm in on him. Yeah, All he's right. an SEC guy, so like, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get him SEC
0: sounder. The like, damn, huh? I, I, yeah, need to, we need I, the CBS sounder. But
1: yes, he's an SEC guy. I respect everybody that as much as I hate him, but I respect everybody that comes from Alabama. All
0: right, and on the flip side, Ravens. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you want to start with that? Because, like, obviously, Lamar showed up and showed out. I think he had three touchdowns passing, 100 and 200 and something yards passing, 116 on the ground, a touchdown. Like, he was doing Lamar Harbaugh. things. He was it's, great. It's
1: Harbaugh. I'm, I'm putting the blame on Harbaugh and that defense. That defense You bad. cannot. You cannot lose a game where your quarterback gets you four to five touchdowns, 35 plus points, and you lose. That's not the quarterback. Miss me with. He's got to make better passes. He put them up by 30. He put them up by 20. Yeah. Right? They yeah. had a three-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. I don't care if they go three and out four or five times. He put them up 20 points in the fourth quarter. Your defense has got to be like, yo, man, like let's at least try to let's, – let's give them two touchdowns instead of four. They gave up four. I'm not. I'm not putting this on Lamar. The same way I used to say this. Uh, I will say the last Hit couple Manning, drives,
0: though. The last couple of times he had a chance to keep to keep drives alive, yes. it was it was three and, and out. It was bad.
1: Tightens up. Yep, that happens. That's going to happen. Uh, yeah. It's called momentum. You're gonna give a team momentum when they start feeling it. They're oh. like, yo, we can win this game. Like we, th- they're blowing it right now. Like. Defense is coming back like yo. Let's just give our offense a shot. I guess let's give our offense a shot.
0: I guess my point is that it could that is a knock kind of on him though, because like if you want to be the great like the greatest quarterback, the greatest the great ones like you Mm -hmm. you have to find a way to kind of settle your team down, make those couple passes, move the chains in those key situations. You know who does that? Right, Tommy touchdowns.
1: Yeah. If you (laughs) want to go to that, we'll we'll talk to that that. now. We'll talk to that. We'll
0: talk to that afterwards. But I don't know, man. Like that that collapse by the Ravens was tough. Especially, uh, the, did you see the touchdown that Tyreek Hill scored? He, no one covered him down the sideline. Yeah, it's just, just and
1: he deuces it, again. That's just blown coverage. It's blown coverage. Because, yeah, a, they're afraid. They're afraid. Uh, that's but, just
0: that's just bad. Young defenders, yeah. not knowing what they're doing. I think they were ranked like mm-hmm. third worst passing defense last year as well. So I think it's just it's a lot just of shootout game. Yeah, that,
1: you know, a non-throwing quarterback per se has to try to keep their team in.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? Because like, people who want to criticize Lamar, which is there are plenty of people out there, they're going to... If the if the if they ended up by struggling, the Ravens, right? And they finished... I don't know, what is it? So there's 17 games. They finished 9-8 or 10-7 yeah. this year. And it's because of the defense. People are still going to point to the record and be like, see, Lamar doesn't yep. make the playoffs. That's see? why he doesn't need to get paid. <laughs> because yeah.
1: of X, Y, and Z, it's ridiculous. That's why he but wants yes. the back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, he's doing this with very, very little around him offensively. I like Bateman, though. He looked real fast. <laughs> Bateman's fast. Bateman is fast. Don't slant fast. to him. He could take off. Oh, my so that, God. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and for those that say, well, Lamar's yards were all yak. Well, did you see that 80-yard run I mean, that he had himself? They so, are yak, but,
0: like, a lot of those yak plays, like, he's putting the ball between two defenders on a slant, like, a real tough pass, and his guy's just getting yak. Like, Yep. he's getting we the Googles. ball through tight windows to get that, those additional yards out on the back end.
1: Last week, he dropped the ball in a bucket on the right sideline. So miss me with, he's just, he can only hit the wide open guy. Granted, a lot of the times his, his good throws are streaks. Some quarterbacks can't throw the deep ball. It's, it's an actual thing that you do need to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an unfortunate loss for the Ravens. I'm hoping they bounce back. Uh, luckily for them, I think all the teams in their division lost this weekend. The Steelers lost. Yeah, that the entire Browns NF- loss.
1: AFC North is. T- Oh, yeah, so they didn't lose ground. Week.
0: They didn't lose any ground. Um, but I mean, we're gonna, we were just talking about giving up leads and blowing it. I know you were interested, and I actually watched back this morning the Jets and the Browns.
1: Oh my goodness, that was
0: insane. Joe Flacco, oh. you were. I want to put go on the record. Last week, you were out here accusing Joe Flacco of just collecting paychecks, and I want to say to you, that's Super Bowl Joe Flacco to you, my friend.
1: He's thrown a hundred passes in two games. I don't know how or why, but he's thrown 100 passes in two games, right? I think he's still just collecting a check. And the Browns were like, here, we don't want to win this game. I I, I saw a little snippet it's of somebody insane. trying to put the blame on Nick Chubb for the loss. And I mean, granted, who, he, he could have stayed inside. Horrible, horrible, horrible take. Take the points. It is the NFL. There
0: was so many
1: NFL caliber defense. You got to stop the other team. Like the name of the game is to score more points than the other team. All right. And they were up two touchdowns with less than two minutes. Miss me with, he should have went down. That's not how no guy in the NFL is, is programmed to Juke a man, stiff arm a man, put him in the dirt, get to the one and fall down. No, you're finishing off the drive. And you're like, I'm, I'm sealing this game. My team is going to win. So, and then all of a sudden they just blow coverages to, uh I can't even remember the, the old receiver from Tennessee. But Corey Davis. In, yeah. Like, come on, man. That's not on him. That's just. The Browns being the Browns right there. That's what that is. It's insane.
0: It's insane. So just like for people who are unaware of what happened, basically I think there was like two minutes and one fifty seven. One fifty seven left. Uh the Browns were up two touchdowns and they found a way to lose. And literally it was the I watched it back play by play this morning to like figure out exactly where this went wrong. And there were so many like everything had to go wrong for the Browns for them to lose and every single thing went <laughs> wrong. So first You have Kareem Hunt had, before Chubb scored, he had the last carry of that drive. Hunt had the first five, I believe. And on three of the five carries, he went out of bounds as they're trying to run out the clock. So, like, that easily could have shaped a ton of clock. Obviously, Nick Chubb's going to get killed for getting the touchdowns. Like, a 12-yard run for a touchdown. He could have just went down and bounced at pretty much end of the game. He got the touchdown. On the ensuing possession, I believe, um, yeah, the Ravens, I'm day sorry, day. the Jets get the ball. I'm thinking Ravens with Joe Flacco. He's mm-hmm. Joe Flacco's literally throwing dink and dunk passes in the middle of the freaking field like an idiot. All right. And then for some reason, they leave Corey Davis to go blazing down the sideline for a touchdown. <laughs> then they have to get the onside kickback, which they do.
1: And then oh, hold on. This, 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 I'll let you finish this. Just quick point Go ahead. Amari Cooper should never be on a hands team. Never. He's not a he's not a hands catcher. He's a body catcher. So why he was down there trying to catch an onside kick, I have no idea. Proceed.
0: But again, like they they have like 50 50 seconds left. And for some reason, they're playing this defense where they're letting everyone run 10 yard out and it's just 10 yard out, 10 yard, 10 yard, 10 yard out. So they're they're getting plays off in eight seconds, getting 10 yards out of bounds, and then just a quick a a bit They got a to post. the twenty yard line yeah.
1: and they were like, You know what? I understand he's the best receiver that came out of the draft. We we gave up all these outs leading up. Let's just not give up the outs they when we're at the twenty yard they line. Played oh wait, two. no, they give up the middle instead. Yeah. <laughs> just
0: come on. I will say, like, I know we were we were clowning Joe Flacco last week, but that for the most part, the all that comeback, he was super bad to mediocre, but that game winning pass is pretty dope. That
1: they, that that was a dime. They in ran cover two. Yeah, but he it was yeah it was over the linebacker in between the safeties two safeties on, for a, for on a on a deep the, post. Is it Wilson?
0: Yeah, um, on a deep post.
1: Yep, for and great catch from a rookie. Great catch by a rookie. Great route by a rookie to pull that in. But that was a dime. That was an absolute dime. Mm. for beautiness of a of a of a pass. Joey dropped that in there right in the spot that it needed to be. Like Do you know what the throw.
0: funniest thing about that whole? Sequence was. I'm listening. What is it? Is it Freddie Kitchens? Is the who's the coach of the Browns nowadays? I
1: don't know. But
0: go ahead. We'll go with Freddie Kitchens. I, I, that might be the old coach that had Baker. But anyways, um, so there's like a two minutes left. Uh, they're up by 14. They show a pan of Kitchens on the sideline with all of his children because they're about to go. go I did film. see that.
1: <laughs> Get Freddie for the win. Yeah. <laughs> Hey <laughs> guys, come down from the booth. <laughs> they brought him down, come down, for the down win. from the booth.
0: And like you can see, champagne.
1: Somebody was popping champagne in one game too. Uh, uh, the Vegas game, the Raiders game. Oh my god! Before uh, the
0: before the end.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know if it was coaches or I know it was fans. They were <laughs> literally, you know, popping the champagne bottles, and then Kyler Murray was like, Nah, hold on a second, let me do my infant runner thing. Infant um, runner.
0: But no, literally did it twice. So the kids are there you can see the dad getting visibly, the head coach getting visibly angry as the comeback is ensuing. They pan away and then pan back thirty seconds later. The kids are all gone. And he's just fucking mm-hmm. livid.
1: I can't it's, believe this uh, just happened. Yeah, I'm happy
0: though because I hate the Browns. I love when Cleveland suffers. Browns
1: are Browns, man. They're always going to be that franchise, no matter who their quarterback the quarterback is. Of that... They're the color of Dookie. They're the color Dookie for say? a reason. Color of Dookie. Yeah, they put that giant clown in the center. Of the <laughs> Yo, what like is up with that? A giant leopard? I don't know, clown. man. I really have no idea lucky the clown whatever he's called something (laughs) brownie the clown i don't know i don't even know if he's a clown but it's just a dumb logo at the at midfield the cleveland shields just put the shield in. as much as i hate the giants for doing that just put the shield in the middle give yourself some credit oh my
0: god good on the Browns. hell of a
1: slate though hell of a slate of football games this week i there's really no bad game to talk about um a lot of mediocre teams that kept games relevant you know the the Rams almost blew it against Mariota. Um, that was a weird game. You know the Colts are the Colts. They're trash, even with Matt Ryan. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is turning into a decent quarterback. I think he's got you know credit hey, to Christian Doug Kirk Peterson. was was good in yep. that
0: game. That that's a yep. that's a sneaky squad because they have two de- like solid running backs. I'm not as big on ETN as some other people are. He looks he just looks. Not he looks okay. At James this Robinson
1: looks like he doesn't want to lose a spot. That's what I'm
0: saying. James Robinson looks <laughs> he's running with a purpose. Fantastic. That offense is, is solid, and I'm happy for Trevor because, yep, obviously he had a lot of accolades coming out of college, and he's he's finally living up to it after. But the Colts, man, dog, yeah, the Colts are so
1: bad. I, I didn't think Pittman was gonna be like just this drop. I'm not a fan of Pittman because people were trying to put him in the class of Chase and in Jefferson. I was like, no, don't do that. um But him being out matt ryan became absolutely nothing like worse than what he was in atlanta and because he's not doing anything what is everybody doing to jonathan taylor hey guys load them up god like let's just bring everybody they had at one point for one play nine people in the box not 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 eight nine not, not seven they had nine they were like hey two corners just stay on the guys on the outside everybody else line up in the box it was ridiculous, and they try to hand it to him. What's up Johnny with the Colts? do his thing. What's up?
0: I said, what's up with the Colts and these like washed quarterbacks? It's been their strategy for four years they can't now.
1: Find anything after luck? Um, you know, prayers up to luck because he's doing his thing where he's at. You know, living life as frugal as he can. I saw him on ESPN. He looks good. Uh, he doesn't look like a. It uh, doesn't look like a quarterback. I'll tell you that. Um, but yeah, that that season left that franchise in shambles nobody expected him to retire and since he did they don't know what to do with themselves because they're a, a tweener they're too good to get a top five quarterback but they're not good enough to win in the playoffs so who's that's it, what they're going to be every year
0: who's it been since he left it's been um carson once was last year i think before that was philip rivers Was what am i missing someone yep, between there oh Brissett was there for a while too i don't know if he was just a yep it's been was
1: hoyer did hoyer go there or oh, was it just Brissett?
0: No, just Hoyer's been a Patriot for like the past 70 years, I think. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But yes, there's been no, there's a revolving door. It's, it's just they're trying to fill, but they can't get a guy because they're too good to get one, but they're not, they're not good enough to, to win to, to sign one, if that makes sense.
0: No, I know what you mean.
1: No quarterback is going to be like, oh, I'm the guy that's going to flip that franchise. No.
0: Who's the (laughs) next, who's the next washed quarterback they're going to try to roll into there? Like who's playing now? That's almost on the verge the of list? wash. That's gonna be washed after. Could they bring back Big Ben from retirement? Goff. Jared Goff.
1: Goff. Yeah, I could see them going with a Goff at the oh, Baker Mayfield. Oh, uh, that was actually the talk. <laughs> yes. They did want. They did want Baker uh, during the whole trades trade talks. Um, that's basically it, though. This so the, the times of like teams not having a quarterback or like not knowing what they're doing with their franchises. They're kind of slim. Like there's a lot of teams lot. have plans now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of teams with plans and not a lot of teams that, that don't have one. The Colts are one, one of those. The Falcons are I will are say another. though,
0: there's going to be a lot of teams in the next like five years that find themselves in a the situation where they got to re- retool it. Cause like I, I'm wearing a bucks yeah. Jersey. I don't know if we have any more than this year with Tom Brady. Then we're just shit out of luck. And I think there's plenty of yeah, old close, quarterbacks close getting close.
1: Not being this year with Tom Brady. I know. Um, not only is he taking some hits, but he's, he's always been a baby but he's he's getting too frustrated and I understand his week two against the Saints but he's getting too frustrated because of his numbers aren't the same I think he's less than 300 yards back to back games mm-hmm. if I am correct yeah it's been yeah, rough. so like he's not I'm not he's 45. I, like I, I'm not giving them I'm not you know I'm ready to give him his flowers be like get hit the road no but again father time he's beating him but eventually he's gonna catch up like it just happens his life Is he's getting frustrated with stuff that he should be getting frustrated two weeks in with?
0: Is it weird for me as a Buccaneers fan? And I had this thought before the season started. I'm kind of like, I want, I'm like, dude, go retire. I'm good with you. Like, let's be done with you because he, I don't feel like he wants to even be there. There's so many rumors in the offseason about how he wanted to go to Miami, how he wanted to go elsewhere. I just feel like with Tampa Bay. I think he's been wanting to leave now for a year and he didn't like the coach. He's very unhappy, it yeah. seemed. that I, issue with Dude, I'm, I'm good. Just go. Let's let I want the Bucks to, like start over. Like let's just start this thing over again. I mean, I know it's weird to say it two and oh a Super Bowl favorite, but I wanna
1: I No, don't know. it's him
0: not wanting to be there kind of rubs me the wrong way.
1: It's because you're thinking about this five to ten years down the road, not right now. Yeah. And that that was my issue with Breeze. As much as I love him doubt they're like I didn't want them thinking that they could just keep doing what they were doing with him at quarterback. Mm. And then again, if you're on my team, you're QB one. Love the Jameis signing. I wanted a quarterback out of last year's draft, or I wanted uh, Malik um, Mills. He ended up going to Tennessee. Wanted him just as a flash, right? Yeah. And then the year before, like I wanted them. They had the opportunity to trade up for Justin Fields, and they didn't. And I was like, that like get your guy for the next. 10 years. When you're middling, it that's exactly what you're going to do. I think the Saints can still be a, you know, NFC championship contender. Yeah, I know you don't believe in no, don't. in James, but I I do. I think Dennis Allen can scheme certain things well, to keep them to keep them relevant, but I want them to just get the quarterback cuz Jameis isn't there in 5 years, right? Just like you're saying for Brady. Jameis is not there in 5 I mean, years. No, no. So I am James is much older. younger than Brady. No, but I'm saying he's not the future. Okay. He's not the future. That's what I mean by that. I'm not. I'm not taking five years of Jameis Winston. If he can get a championship in the next five years, sure. But it's not going to happen. I mean, I think they'll just be a. Uh, they'll be a contender.
0: I mean, since, since we're here, let's just talk about Saints Bucks then, because I I I feel like it was a weird game, right for the for the Saints and for Jameis, because the first half it seemed like they were trying to almost control Jameis and essentially say, you're not going to lose this this game. Most of his passes were these little dink and dunks. I think he mm-hmm. had something like 50 to 60 passing yards at the end of the first half. It wasn't, he didn't really do much. It was The second half, they tried to open it up a little bit more with him, and then you got Jameis. Vintage Jameis throwing interceptions, three picks after that. So, I don't know, man. Like, you can't, with Jameis, this is what I've learned as a Bucks fan with Jameis, is, like, you can't try to control the Jameis. You have to let him be him, right? So, like, <laughs> Jameis is great because he can throw five touchdowns, 400 yards in a game. But also Jameis can throw five interceptions and 100 yards passing. So you got to ride the roller coaster. You know, you're going to get great games with him. You're going to get bad games. And I think trying to control him and and be like, we're going to be a safe Jameis. It's just, you're not going to get much out of him if you're going to do that.
1: I don't think they're playing it safe. I think they're just trying that to first make that so. Yeah, but I think that they're relying a lot on their defense. And their defense kept them in it for three and a half, three and a quarter game, right? Like the first two, three minutes of that fourth quarter, they were still in it. Mm-hmm. And then that that fight happened, it changed the entire game. Literally, the entire game. You took out granted, well, we took you got Mike Evans to leave, right? But you took out Marshawn Lattimore. Like Mike Evans is controllable, right? But now you have your second and third string corners still going up against really good wide receivers for the box, right? Like Scotty Miller was still getting out in the slot. There were times where Marshawn was covering Scotty Miller. He covered him at the end of the half of the first half. Like he's got, he's, he's movable. He's that good. And that momentum swing where the saints get the ball back. What does everybody do? Big change of momentum. Take a shot. Took a shot. Dean. One of the craziest interceptions I've ever seen leaped over a wide receiver and caught it over. him. like, that's not on Jameis. I'm not going to put that on him. Second one. I am bad throw, right? Third one. Like somebody, the third turnover, you got, you got a chance, right? 10 it's 20 to 17 with two minutes left. The you third got a one was bad. Ola- what?
0: The third, the third pick was bad,
1: right? I'm not talking about that inception. I'm talking about the last fumble. Oh, I'm sorry. Third turnover. Down, yeah. third, turnover. third turnover. Yeah. Well, Olave was down the sideline wide open Grandy had to stretch, but he tried to make a play. He caught it. He tried to keep his feet instead of diving for it. He tried to keep his feet, put the ball down. Fumble. Game over. So they were in it. I'm not going to put the blame on James for that one. Mark Ingram had a bad fumble in the first half when they were actually driving. That one was huge for momentum. They were in the red zone. I want to say, or at least right on the cusp, and he he got it punched out. So bad turnovers. That's, that's why I chalked that one up. The to. one
0: thing though, like you know, you don't want to blame James, but even if you're discounted three picks he threw. We talked before the show. He he overthrew a lot of at least yes. twice on deep balls that probably would have been touchdowns. So if you're not going to count the interceptions, you could at least say hey, he missed on several touchdowns that they could some have had. Some bad throws.
1: Yep, some bad throws. I will say again, like sorry, go It's ahead. early. No, you're good. It's just it's just early. I'm not ready. I'm I'm riding with Jameis. Again, I think I think they will write the ship. He still has a winning record as a starting quarterback with New Orleans. I think he's 6 and 3 now this is the second game off of a torn ACL. I'm going to use that as, for a while because you know, now he's got, he's, he's got a couple of games under his belt where you can get a quarter through the season, four or five games in, you can't use that as an excuse, but you can right now. He's, it's his second game.
0: I like how you, you're saying it as a caveat. Like you don't actually believe it, but you're like, I'm going to use that as my excuse for now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you gotta set the table, uh, I will say
0: though, like the saints were better than I thought they were. Ooh. Like I was discounting them a little harder. Earlier, like maybe after week one, they're a decent team. I, I mean, they'll probably finish. It'd be fighting for that third wild card spot, likely. But even then, you know, you can't have too much faith as a Saints fan because I would, How many games do you have to win to make to win a Super Bowl if you finish with with that one of those wild cards? Five, four, sorry, four, four in games. a row.
1: I like. Let like, alone with the last two, three games of the play, of the season going to be playoff games to get right. you into the wild card.
0: I I guess my my issue is that I. Agree that Jameis can win you one of those games. Do I think he's consistent enough in his play to win you four in a row? That's where I disagree. Because I yeah, think we'll at some point in the line he's gonna shoot, he's gonna shoot you in the foot. And it's just unfortunate. Uh with the Bucs though, like I'm not as bullish as other people. I know Bucs are a Super Bowl favorite. People love the Bucs. They started 2-0. That O-line just just worries me. That that interior O-line, they they really can't run the ball. Brady's under a ton of pressure. It's it's the things we highlighted before the season that we're worried about, and it seems like it's still a problem. But I will say that defense is freaking good, really good. That's a really good. good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Who's the head ball coach again? Uh, Todd Bowles, I believe. Todd Bowles. Bowles. Yeah, he's he's great defensive coach, Um, and he's putting guys in position. Like I said, you, you the Bucks definitely have the athletes to to play great defense. Yeah. There was a a delayed stunt blitz. And for those that have no idea what that means, it was incredible to watch where who's the D tackle? Big big dude um with slowing hair. Vita Vey. Vita Vay stunted. He went first to the right end. Then the defensive end went around to the D tackle. And then uh line middle linebacker, Dion oh, I always get Dion Jones mixed up with uh because he went to LSU too. Who's the LSU linebacker? Devin White. <laughs> middle linebacker. Devin White. <laughs> I know he, my name's he's he, hey. He's I just know where they came from. They, they're not my team, but I know he he came up like it was a blitz. He backed up a yard and then he stunted right in the middle. And it was just like by the time all of this happened, it was a three-step drop.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just
1: perfectly timed. I was like, you can't do anything about that. It, there's not a quarterback in the league, maybe Tom Brady, because he can read that type of stuff, but there's no other quarterback in the league that could that could have gotten away from that. Just that play itself was just beautiful to watch. I hated it because they showed the replay. I was like, "Well, you." I just threw my hands. What are you gonna up. Like, There's do. nothing you could do about that. There's nothing you can do.
0: If you happen to watch a Bucks game game again, I recommend just spending a few plays watching the Bucks defense and just targeting on Vita V because he's not the Aaron Donald type with the speed but he might be the most powerful man in the NFL. He jacks people up. It's just it's unfair for the guy who has to drive a block Vita Ve. I think he's almost 4. I think he's like 350. He's just an absolute mammoth of a man. He it's also
1: insane. eats up to allow those linebackers yeah. to get open. He is the nada. Yeah. A guy that's not he's going a Hall to of famer, get Yeah, exactly. He's not going to get the stats. He's going to be one of those guys when they pull up his Hall of Fame videos, it's other people getting the sack, but it's going to be oh my god, they had to Double team him and then chip him with the running back. Yeah. yeah, and they got their defensive end a sack because of it. Like that's he, he does. I do watch that. Like I said, I'm a fan He's of good. defense. I'm He's a fan good. of you know players that do stuff like that. Yes, I I have watched him play. It is incredible.
0: I was I was a little confused with that pick too when they drafted him because I don't think he fit their scheme when when they drafted him. Um,
1: I don't I I don't know if
0: they're in a four three or three four right now, but I don't think they were using nose tackles. I think they were using two D tackles. Um, and they might still be doing that, but. Anyways, I digress. All right. Mm-hmm. Wh- let's move on to another game. The game that I watched. I don't know if you watched it, but. Broncos country. Let's <laughs> ride. <laughs> our this guy, man. Our guy. Broncos
1: country. Broncos let's country. country.
0: Let's, ride. let's ride. Broncos country.
1: Let's ride. I wish I had the full
0: uh, clip. I need to get the full clip. <laughs> so
1: There is a so video. Corny. I'll send it to you off air of absolutely Of him in front of the green let's screen. It's just uh oh, okay. No, it's not a guy on a green screen. It's just it's somebody making fun of him. It's it's oh. hilarious. But yes. Um uh, Russell is weird. Uh Nathaniel Hackett Dog, is fire him weirder. Wait, I do not know what the hell is Go ahead. I thought you were gonna play something. No, don't. No, I'm not hot taking it. Two games in, nobody's. Fire.
0: Coach. He's the worst coach I've ever seen. He needs to be fired I immediately. To,
1: I had to reach out to our longtime listener. I know it's only seven episodes in, but our longtime listener and Broncos fan Tai. He, um, I had to reach out to him mid game and say, "What the hell is going on?" So I used to think the the time. Man- there's a there's a fly flying around here. So if you, you see run it around on. the screen, sorry. But on. I used to think the time management problems were a Pete Carroll thing. It is strictly a Russell Wilson. They are using timeouts and getting delay of games off of timeouts. You are a Super Bowl winning type caliber quarterback, and you are making rookie quarterback mistakes like that. So I don't understand. Dude, I know that it's a mixture between the coaching and the quarterback.
0: It's both, and they're just so poorly managing. I, I, watched, yeah. I actually watched the game because it was like 6-6 six, six in the second half, and I'm like, there's no way they're going to pull up this upset. <laughs> there's no way. So I had to check it out. I, I saw at least one I saw one punt return where the punter punt returner wasn't out there that called a timeout, the, the Broncos. Um I saw several times where they took out their first two running backs on a critical play and, and played their third string running back on a running like a third and short. It's just like boneheaded moves. And then obviously last week with with the sixty-four yard field goal attempt on Monday night football, like this this head coach, <laughs> I don't I feel like there's no discipline at all in this team. Like they're just doing whatever. The management is just poor. It's just so easily seen to be poor. I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. And then him combined with Russell Wilson, it's just a, it's a terrible match man. right now.
1: It's an early disaster. Granted, there's you know they're one and one, so like I'm not ready to fire the coach yet. I just need him to get some experience, and he needs it quick, right? Like this this is a short hook for him when it comes to this the, like full season wise, because you can't be making these. They they were. I don't think they were a talk of a Super Bowl contender, but they were but up there. They were there. talks of, yeah, they were talks of. Oh, this is all they needed. All Denver needed was the quarterback, and they got Russell Wilson. It was like this is it. Uh, this is a this is the season where they can run. And now you're like, man, you, you know what this is reminding me of a lot. Third or fourth.
0: Do you remember? Was it was it three years ago? It Was right before the pandemic. People were talking up though. I think it was the Washington Football Team at the time. Like, oh, this team, they're a quarterback away. They could win the Super Bowl, and they ended the season. Um, I think like six and 10 or something. And I just feel like there's vibes of that all over the place with this Broncos team. A lot of preseason hype, not executing. The seal guys aren't producing like you thought they would. It's just, it's just bad all around. And you set you say that they're one-on-one, one, so there's no need to panic, but literally they're, they're, two first games were against the Seahawks, which they were a 10-point favorite. The worst teams in the NFL. <laughs> and the Texans, yeah. So, like, when they start playing the meat of their schedule, and they're, I believe, they're with the, what, the Raiders? Yes, the Chargers. And the Chargers and Oh, no, 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 yes. yes. That's, yep. that's a tough that's a division. division.
1: This was supposed to be the toughest division in football um, because of the defensive side of things, that everybody went out and got defensive players. But, yeah, the... Um, Broncos lost some skill players too. I'm not gonna blame anything on injuries. The they lost gone. Jerry There's Judy. No font. Yeah. They they lost they lost font. They lost Jerry Judy. They also lost Patrick Satan. So yeah. that is a huge loss for a defensive back. Uh, a number one defensive back will say that. But I'm not putting the blame of delayed games and time management on defensive players or wide receivers. Russell Wilson is, you know, Broncos country. You Bronco need to step country. up. Let's ride.
0: Let's ride. Let's
1: ride. Let's ride. Let's
0: ride. <laughs> it's weird with him too, cause like <laughs> No one on Seattle has anything nice to say about him, not even the offensive players that he played with. No one seems to like this guy at all.
1: Broncos country, let's ride. If there was a word that people would use if we were back in the 90s, they'd call him a square. Like herb. Yeah, herb, even better. Hey, thank you. That is the term. You acting like a herb. Yes, he's one of those, unfortunately, guys – (laughs) <laughs> and I got one of my friends that sent out a thing earlier today. I know he's been doing it since Seattle, where you know he's running to the, he's running from practice. Uh, he's fake high five and everybody. He did that, you know, when he was in Seattle. Drew Brees fake the snap and fake like he threw a receiver, threw it to receiver, threw it to receiver. I'm not gonna knock people for for pregame ritual. Uh, Two does some of that bullshit. But, but what I am gonna say is, you just can't be doing this type of stuff and then not producing. Everybody clown the hula hula dance with Dak. You know what I'm saying? Like his little hip dance. It's because there's something to make fun of somebody about it. If you're bad, people are going to ring your neck up. If you're, if you're great, people aren't going to care. People aren't going to care if you're gritty and people aren't going to care if you're hula dancing like Dak, if you're winning, but when you're losing, it's going to take some height. It's going to be a, an added hef- emphasis on it. Heightened emphasis. How
0: many times do you tonight. think he talked to his teammates in Seattle? Like, yo, will you, 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 we, we're going to connect like Go do something like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like and calling that motherfucker
1: later i don't think they even answer the phone Broncos I don't, you think ja- that's right <laughs> you think jamal adams answered the phone after that after that game absolutely not there's there's no chance Broncos i don't think tyler lockett is even right. dk probably like yo man you said that we were going to be the greatest duo in nfl history and then and you dipped the next year <laughs>
0: i'm so i'm no, so man, anti no, anti russell wilson here. now it's just because he's so corny. I'm not gonna say
1: I'm against him. I just, yeah, he's he's very much a cornball. Like I think he's, he's fake too.
0: It's like fake cornball. I don't know what his deal is. No, about. no, it's real. You think he's really that? Real.
1: Yeah, I think he's that square. Um, I really do. I think he's a nerd. If there's a word to use, I think he's a he's a nerd.
0: I gotta start following his social because just a lot of words to use for him. It's just gold. He's, a herb. He's just a nerd. He's a, a square. Herb. He's a herb. Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. Let's Alright, let's. Do you want to? You want to? <laughs> you want to talk about another game, or do you want to get into the Frizzes Five? Let's. 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 Uh, let's go Frizzes Five. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of football. I need a break from a lot football. of football.
1: Let's go Frizzes Five.
0: We're gonna go something similar to football now. Yes. Prepare yourselves for the greatest and most unique
1: segment in podcast history. Let's rank some stuff with D. It's time for Frizzes Five oh all right all right all right all right so in the grand scheme of things i don't know if it is recency bias recency whatever you want to call it watching a lot of movies watching a lot of little kid movies because the two-year-old is now two and a half years old which is really close to being three years old it sucks um but i'm watching a lot of that's movies how math works yes that's exactly how math works the older they get the closer they get to the next age um <laughs> what I mean by that is, I'm watching a lot of Disney now. We're watching movies that actually have substance to it, not just Coco Melon, where they're singing the ABCs a lot of times. So, today, tonight, go ahead.
0: Low, low key, Bluey. That's, that's, that's some good shit. The, Yes, good but shit.
1: If, uh, we're not going to talk about it because I don't want to talk about if We're going to ruin something for down the road. But yes, Bluey is top notch with music, with actual fundamentals of a show. They even pull the heartstrings in some of the episodes that I've watched. Although, so yes.
0: hey, does, does that dad make you feel like a piece of shit?
1: Yeah, because he does everything. <laughs> it makes you have to do everything. So, yes. It makes me you know, reevaluate myself as a father. That, so I don't want to keep talking about Bluey. But it is a goat show. For all of those that got little ones, definitely watch Bluey on Disney. But tonight, we're going to rank some stuff. And we're going to go top five Disney movies. Disclaimer, pre-Pixar. So yes, we're not going the Toy Story up that route. Monsters, Inc. We're not going to do those. Those are right? some good shows, gonna, too,
0: or movies. Yeah, they
1: is. are. And that one's going to be a little bit harder. We're a little bit too early into Frizz and the Grizz to be doing... Pixar movies right so we'll go pre-95 pre-94 actual Disney movies so, that I remember from being a kid
0: so the diff is the differentiating factor that these movies that we're going to rank they're more of like a cartoon instead of like um, I don't know how you say it. like also, like the Pixar ones are almost like 3D like yes. versus like a sketch yeah,
1: Pixar, Pixar is an actual like animation crew okay. which was Toy Story so like Pixar made the more three dimensional style cartoon not like a uh, Flipbook Right, right, where it was uh, old school Walt Disney stuff.
0: So I have a couple sounders like for some music in the background. If you hit one of these, because I have a couple that I think you might go to, but we'll see. We'll see where mm-hmm. we go with this.
1: There's some new age. There's uh, I won't say how many, but there are. There is something that is a newer age Disney movie. Um, okay, because it's not a Pixar. It's it's actually Disney. So let's start off with number five. It's for me a nice little old school style feel to it. Uh, I love the characters back in the day, but I'm going with a goofy movie. Nothing wrong with Goofy. We all wanted that big ass awesome. piece of cheese pizza that he talked about. He's like, it's like the you know, you used to love cheese it's i mean, yeah. uh the cheese whiz. I, I remember that when I was a kid. I was just like, yeah, let me get that cheese whiz, right? And you you know, put it on your hand, turn it Overrated, the by the Jesus. way, cheese whiz. Overrated, oh yes, very, very. <laughs> but they do put it on Philly cheesesteaks up in Philly, so I do like it on those. But yeah, I love Goofy movie. Uh, Goofy is a great character, I think. I watch a whole lot of you know Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, so I'm a big fan of the <laughs> Goofy Troop. We'll say that. I used to hot watch Goofy Troop. I don't know if anybody dog, else did. But, but I did watch that. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, hot, hot dog, dog, hot dog, dog hot dog. She's asleep. So thank that, God. That's she a can't solid, hear
0: that. that's a solid number five. I forgot about Goofy yeah. movie. That's a really yep. good one, though. Good throwback. I, number four? Yep. Oh, go ahead. No, was a random segue. I had an argument with my wife about this today. Um, Philadelphia. Rudest city in America, like worst people? Yes or no? No. No,
1: you ever been to Long Island? No, okay, there you go. Okay, all right, yeah, I digress. Yeah. Big, um, big, big, big shouts to Drum Titan on that one. Yes, uh, I'm gonna say, um, uh, there are other places that are <laughs> ruder. Long Island's up there, Long Island is definitely avoid up
0: there, but number
1: there. four, number four. Oh, I didn't say it. We're gonna have to wait till next next week, right? I didn't say it. This ain't your top five. This is my top five. So, number four, I'm going with. 101 Dalmatians. Something about them dogs, right? I used to want a Dalmatian. And then I realized how crazy they were because they're all inbred. Don't yeah, ever, get a, don't ever get a Dalmatian. It's the worst dog to get. Love my golden retriever. He didn't even hear me say that I wanted to get a, a Dalmatian. But yes, old school movie with all them damn dogs. And then the one that wasn't a Dalmatian that they painted on, all that. Corella DeVille used to be afraid of her because she was an old white lady with white hair. <laughs> they used to haunt my... night, like. Terrifying me when I was a little kid, but it was a great movie to watch. I remember watching it a lot, so that's why I would rank it as for me number.
0: Four. No, I like that one. I watched that one a lot as well. I actually recently watched that with my daughter. It's it's a good movie. Um, and Corella Qu- Deville definitely like one of the top oh di- top Disney villains. We got to hit one time. Hey,
1: we got that down the road. Oh, we, man. we talked about that off air. That is not today, but, tomorrow, even the next day. But hey, that's going to be one.
0: How how messed up is that? Is she wanted to buy a bunch of puppies and skin them. Yep, that's fucked yeah. up
1: it really is if you think about oh, it as a God. movie it's just like oh that's they're maiming these dogs um but yes i think that would be a solid number four you number got... three go ahead and this one is a little bit more recent so if you got the sound for it cool i hope so frozen
0: <laughs> frozen isn't like uh i feel like that doesn't it's qualify not,
1: not. it's not pixar it's still it's a newer disney movie damn it's not produced by pixar um wreck it ralph is still a newer disney movie it's not it's not um pixar it's produced by disney a lot of good songs you know stuff that's memorable that unfortunate not unfortunate i got two daughters so yes i'm gonna watch me some movies like frozen and i don't give a damn you want to build a snowman what's that yeah Yeah. (laughs) do you want to let it go you want to build a snowman all that stuff i'm gonna remember these damn songs for the rest of my life i have them two little devils upstairs
0: I got three songs on my board that I have not hit yet. So you, so one of these are going to be omitted. One of these movies are omitted. So I'm curious where you're going with one and two.
1: I like to hear it. Do you want me to go one first and then it no. allows number two? Or do you, no. Okay. So go two, two one. Cool. So just off rip, again, I feel like two and three don't get as much love. Um, But number two, Aladdin.
0: Oh, I can switch to this for that one.
1: This is a little slow, man. It's a little
0: slow. This, this is, like, the most recognizable Aladdin song, though. Oh,
1: is this A Whole New World? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A whole new world. I'm not going to sing it, but yes. Aladdin. Come on, man. Who doesn't like that that type of movie? It's, it's a good a movie. Old, I mean, a, a young guy trying to become a king or prince. uh gets a hell of a genie. Robin Williams, you know, R.I.P. to the goat. Um Great, you can turn that off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can hear it like faint in my headphones. That's not the like, one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great movie, you know, great concept behind it, too. Like, everybody back in the day used to want a genie in a bottle, like, you used to get you used to want those three wishes every time around your birthday. You'd be like, This is what I would want if I had a genie, yeah.
0: Um, so I mean, it's, Christina it's, Aguilera wrote a whole song about it. You gotta rub it the right way, you know, that's see what that? she's she talking that, about. Right? How it
1: did that in there like that? That's what she's talking um, about. I think so. Something like that. I'll
0: ask Jared. I think he's familiar with that.
1: We'll have to after after (laughs) the show. Uh, We don't need him talking about his sights. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Aladdin is up there. Some good stuff. Number one. And I don't understand how nobody, how anybody could not have this as number one. I don't care if it's recency bias, but it just reminded me of it. Play the sounder.
0: Man, I wonder what this is going to be.
1: The Lion King.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: Lion King is the number one Disney movie, non Pixar, of all time. There's something about the songs, Hakuna Matata, Simba becoming a king, Mufasa being the, you know, you know, unfortunately he passes away, the lessons that he teaches you, just the inside father jokes that are in that movie. I don't know if you realize the hidden j- I didn't realize it when I was a kid, but now watching it, as much as I have in the last week, like, some of these jokes that they make in that movie are not meant for kids and it's hilarious. So like I loved it.
0: I like Lion King, it's a great movie. It's visually stunning, like the color schemes they use for everything, it's really stunning. I'm right actually they went into Pixar. I like it. It's it's definitely probably my top 3 the Lion King. I'm kind of disappointed you missed this movie. I feel like as a girl dad, I feel like you'd rock with this movie. Do you know this song? Tell me when you when you get it. Slow build, I think.
1: Is it Moana?
0: No. Moana's a good movie, though. I don't think that would qualify. I,
1: I heard it was good.
0: You ever watch Mulan?
1: Mulan? No, I haven't.
0: Really? Dude, I'm I telling I haven't you. watched
1: Mulan. I haven't watched Lilo and Stitch. Because right. I was going down the line. I was just like, see? And this is this was the issue. Not issue. But this was part of the, you know, Problem with the top five comedy TV shows that I listed because I don't watch as much TV, right? There's a, that's a ton of, you know, Disney movies. Like I'm not watching, but I can remember Pinocchio. Like I, I can remember, um, yeah, see, I, I sorry, sorry, Jum.
0: Yeah, I didn't no watch
1: sir. Mulan. I didn't watch Lilo and Stitch. I didn't, I'm sorry i'll have to watch it because we're we just got disney plus so we're going to be watching watch a of these damn disney movies
0: asap watch mulan with your daughter it's a great movie it's, it's it was ahead of its time so i think it was like 1994. essentially i don't want to ruin too much but essentially a girl who it's like back in the day in china where you know it's the traditional female male roles she runs away from home joins the army to, t- to protect her father saves all of china And like, it's kind of like the whole construct is that, you know, women could do anything that men could do. And she did it better than anyone. And it kind of breaks down like gender norms and stuff like that. It was ahead of its time. It's super empowering for like a little girl. Like she saved the entirety of China. And then at the end, like some people wanted to still put her down. And the emperor is like, no, like you, you earned it. Like you're the best. It's great.
1: I love that. I'm so it's, it sucks, but it doesn't suck. I absolutely love it uh i am a sucker for you know being a girl dad now there are some things that hit right here that didn't 10 years ago because of the like i said those two little demons upstairs so yes I, I will watch i will watch mulan i'll put that on the to-do list um you said there was some others that you that you would have
0: um no i mean i like drum with lilo and stitch a lot of the ones i was thinking of were like newer movies that didn't qualify like up for example like That's a fantastic movie.
1: What, that, hey, so yes, that's, that's Pixar, because, and again, you can tell just by the reaction, unfortunately, but yes, those are movies that if we did Pixar Disney, that is a much harder list to go over, and that will have some people fighting, because I already know what my number one would be, but I can't give it up, because I know it's something that's going to happen down the road, down the line, but yeah, that would be those movies like Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, all the series, Uh, Up is on there, um... Trying to think what's the recent one
0: with um, it's like a Mexican themed um, one skeletons. Was it Encanto? I think that's up there. That one's really good too. Disney movies, Mm -hmm. low key, like great for all ages.
1: Yeah, they're timeless. That's what The Lion King was, at least for me. Like, just watching it, just the phrase Hakuna Matata, it's lasted literally since we were kids, right? People can still say and and understand what it actually means. I didn't know what the hell no worries meant. And then I heard the phrase again. I was like, oh my God, like that's literally from the Lion King movie. People saying Hakuna Matata, all that dumb, dumb shit. Um, but like, even just like the the lessons that Mufasa would talk to Simba about, like that shit is timeless. Um, end of the movie with like, you know, people standing up for stuff that they probably shouldn't stand up for. Like, again, it, it's to me, it's a timeless style of movie where it, if it were released today, which they did, they animate the... the um, the live action version of it with childish gambino and beyonce as simba and, and nala like it's it's still a great movie it as a three i mean as a um live action movie it was still great
0: did you know that lion king was actually based off of a shakespearean play were you aware of that no hamlet i was not it's basically the storyline of hamlet adapted to uh, mm. the lion king yeah interesting Just Some animals just animals, so yeah. So,
1: what, what was the what was the stampede? What part of the movie or book? <laughs> sorry, poem. Uh yeah. In the, in
0: the poem, there was a stampede of peasants <laughs> that just crushed the king.
1: So you mean it's not literal? Okay. No, no. no. It yeah. was essentially like that. the brother trying to
0: kill the the king to take the throne and stuff like that. And Hamlet was the son like of Othello? the king. Essentially, I have no idea, dude. I don't read. I don't read. I don't read. Let Shakespeare. Remember, don't have time for. I that. remember
1: watching the movie. Oh, but not. Remembering the book Othello, the movie O was worse because I think what's her name from da- the dancing movie was in it. I don't even know.
0: You're good with names, Julia. Man. Something I gotta say, you're no because I, right.
1: I can remember faces. <laughs> I know you can't. Like you know the um, it, it happens all the time. You know the meme of Leo Leo DiCaprio on the couch where he's drinking a beer. He's like, oh, that's yeah, that's, that's me you. all the time. That's you all the time. <laughs> Whenever I'm watching something, I'm just like, oh, you were in that show, that movie, that one time. And I don't remember their name, but that, yes, I do that. I, I find
0: great pride though, and every time you're like, "What's his face?" and I'm like, <laughs> "Bam!" Like today, I think I got no you it was like idea. every Bucks player: Vitave, Vey, Devin yep. White, boom, boom, boom. I wanted I to you, talk can, about can paint the picture. I wanted to do the NBA stuff, but I feel like we went so long with everything else. It's we're already like an hour and fifteen in, so yeah. we'll save that for I'll another day.
1: The NFL, and I got no problem holding off with the NBA. I don't mind putting it all together as like a like a good block. Um for more things to kind of ramp up you see what i'm saying like i know we're gonna go for those that were you know we're gonna that we're gonna tune in for it we didn't you know, I apologize whatnot but like we're gonna go uh the college rule that just i mean the high school rule that just got changed the lakers signing a schroeder um you know the the warriors All right, how about like, this how about this yeah.
0: i got you i got you we'll roll for an extra 15 minutes what we're gonna do is we're gonna exit this episode we're gonna keep rolling on the live stream we'll kill the podcast and we'll just restart it and we'll just. We're off. We're off next week. So let's just do a quick 15 minute release for next week.
1: Boom. You want to do like a 15? Just keep it rolling, man. Don't cut it off. Just keep it rolling. Okay. Yeah, cool. just keep it rolling. I got I got 15 minutes. No big deal. All right. If anybody wants, hey, if anybody wants to come up NBA talk, a yeah, long ass episode. All NBA right. Talk. So
0: what did you want to talk about with with the the NBA stuff? The rule change, right? So there's yeah. they're proposing between the NBA PA and. Uh, NBA to change the draft... There's a couple rule changes. One of them was changing the draft eligibility age from 19 to 18. So basically, it's going to let the high school kids go straight to NBA again. So we... We disagreed a little bit on some of that. I don't even know if we disagreed. We were just talking. I think you were trying to pick a fight for no reason. I was. <laughs> I, I tend to do that, to be honest with you, i so.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm like, yo, we're on the same team <laughs> on this one. I'll fight but you. But yeah, go ahead.
0: No, and then, so it's that. Um, There was also a provision about the luxury tax. So, like, if you're in the luxury tax, you're going to hit way harder now, which is bad news for the sure. Golden State Warriors because they're, like, super Lakers. deep in the luxury tax. Lakers, too. And there was one. I forget. What the other rule was it was something silly mental about mental health. health. Stuff. I guess that's not silly, yeah. but it was something about mental
1: health. And well, it's it's more or less for it's the, the ben, ben Simmons, Simmons rule. rule. Yeah, I was um, going to say. Yeah, that's that's essentially what that's put in for it. So, so uh, I would say if we're going to start, it's definitely the eighteen. Um, the restriction of it being a, an eighteen year old instead of a nineteen year old to to get into the NBA. Look, I'm all for you know, if you think you're ready to make a professional lifestyle, like go for it. I'm not against these dudes trying to get some make some money especially for the family to get out of the gutter if, if that's the case. Um but I just I think of what the watered down product it would be to produce if it becomes the norm, right? I think there are more people that aren't you know your LeBron James, your Dwight Howard's, your Kobe Bryant's. There are more, you know, uh Michael Oliva Candies. you know what I'm saying? Like there are more Josh Smiths, flash in the pants. People that don't They're okay players, but it takes them four or five years to become an okay player. And it's like, why didn't you just spend that time perfecting your game? I don't know, in college, in the G League, as opposed to going to the NBA, having an NBA team waste a draft pick. Now you're on your third or fourth team by your fifth year. Okay, like I just I don't like that route.
0: So I think so I I I I understand your point now, right? So your point is like if I'm a team investing my capital in a in a player, right? And you need a couple of years to be actually like NBA ready and produce. Why come out early where I'm wasting five years to develop you? Is that like kind of your... Yes. But then on the flip side, D, like my point is if I'm the player, why am I going to waste my time not getting paid to play basketball and develop my skills in college when I could get paid to play basketball and develop my skills in
1: the NBA? majority of those players that do that like i said they end up on a second or third team by their third or fourth year so yeah the player again i'm not saying i'm against the player the player is getting the experience by being on an nba team but do you think like the team is going to be the team and the product of the nba for me i think is a worse product and a worse team when they're now as soon as they draft somebody that's in the top 10 the media is going to say, why aren't they playing? Why aren't they playing? Get him on the court. Get him on the court. Get him to be a rookie of the year as quickly as possible. Now this kid that may not get a chance. Lonzo Ball, prime example. If he came out when he was in Chino Hills, he would have been out of the league by year three. How can you say hands that, Hands down. How can you even say down, that? You don't even know. Do you think that, one, that one year, that one year of, LA, high, of
0: college has really made his his career?
1: No, what I'm saying is if he came out before the whole issues with like his, his Love his father for being, you know, a proud dad for what he did for that entire family getting into the NBA and G League, right? I'm not mad at that. What I'm saying is if that type of player was to come out of the draft at 17, 18 years old with everything that happened hype-wise with him out in LA, he'd be out of the league right now. He's low-key a great defender, a great ball player in Chicago. Granted, it took some time for him to, you know, build up what he finally is, but like He wasn't that when he was in New Orleans. He wasn't that when he was in L.A. That's just wasted time of him being a number two draft pick. Now, two franchises are recovering because, granted, one of them got a championship out of it. But two franchises don't have his services for him being a number two overall pick. And he's been in the league for less than five years. I guess my my problem,
0: too, is like you're assuming you're saying, well, you know, these guys who are going to go straight to the league, they're going to be bouncing around their second or third team, you know, by their fourth year. But how would you know that if they went to college for that one year, they wouldn't still be bouncing around? I guess my point is, like, if you were going to be not good enough to stick on a team, you were going to be that way regardless if you did that one year in college or not. It, didn't, it wouldn't make a difference. And I just think the only thing that this this rule hurts, the only, the only entity it hurts, is the team. Because they're losing a year of development to the college, right? That's the part right there. But, like, I don't we're- care about, like, I don't, I understand, like, I understand not forcing the kids to go to college because essentially what the NFL is doing is using it as a free minor league. They're like, we're going to develop you for a year and then we're going to draft you later on. They're just trying to cut expenses. So you're basically just taking money from the, the NFL organization or the NFL. I'm talking NBA. NBA and, a lot and, of football today. And, pay, and paying uh, fair market value for these, get, these kids instead of just shoving them into college and saying we're getting a free year of, of development.
1: Right, but th- what I see happening, at least just at least from, from my standpoint, is because they're not out there getting the, we'll say, training or exposure, like it's just going to take no, – it's not going to. There are times where these guys that are drafted, if they are, you know, and Amani Bates, that, that was a name that was thrown out there, he's no longer a top guy. If he was drafted two or three years ago, like maybe he wouldn't have got arrested last night. You see what I'm saying? Like I get that he would have been in the NBA right? Amani Bates was supposed to be a high school ball player that was like the next LeBron James, right? He ended up having to go to college. He went to college. He didn't have the best year, so he stayed in college. Now he got arrested last night. He may not make it to the NBA again. He might have had a chance had he been in the NBA, right? So like that would have been a benefit for him. But a team could have also wasted a draft pick with, you know, what happened but with team- Markel Foltz, Lonzo Ball, and, and Jason Tatum? The NBA said because of the exposure that he got, we have to take Markel Fultz, Right? If he was straight out of high school, we have to take him. He's the number one prospect. We have to. Granted, hindsight's twenty twenty, but like the best player was the one that went to college and stayed there. You know, Jason Tatum played for Duke, better he exposure, and a better system. But he better sit, better player, better system. Didn't have the same hype as a Markel Folks in the Blondo Ball did. Those two players would have gotten drafted out of high school. Jason Tatum would not have. But what
0: so what is your what is your point with this about the getting hype and teams like I guess what you're what you keep circling around is like hey teams are going to make bad choices on high school players.
1: The NBA product is going to be worse with high school It's not a hot take. The NBA pl- the NBA product can be a worse product with taking high school players without you actually knowing what you're getting. Yes.
0: Right, they don't draft them at the top of the top of the draft then. That's on the teams. If 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 they Are you worried- going
1: to are you going to be the team to not draft them? Zion Williamson, if no. if teams are getting burnt you, enough, you
0: Zion's a different case because he he deserved to come what, out of college, high school and go straight to the pros.
1: True, but what I'm saying is that the media will kill you if there's a high school 17 year old. Do you remember, do you remember Zion that do you, remember, remember, you don't pick?
0: Do you remember Zion in at Duke when he rolled his ankle and blew his shoe out with that shoe? Yeah. What will we be saying now if Zion ended up by ending his career or something happened to derail his career there in college because he was forced to go to college because of the rules? You know you what I mean? Have it's like, yeah, it we can been a waste. We yeah. can play this game. It's just like, if you're ready to come out and teams are willing to give you the money and, and waste that draft pick at the top of draft, then let them do it. If teams, if teams are going to reach on on guys that aren't ready, then that's on the
1: teams. Like, I think this is where you think I'm arguing against you. I'm with you on this side. I know. We're, I'm agreeing with you. We. Agreed. I'm just saying. I think the product is worse when you allow high school players to come into the league before they're ready to come into the league okay i feel now if you want to if you want to try to revise this where an 18 year old can enter the draft and if they don't get drafted they can still go to college i think that would be even better but if these kids are making these decisions and they don't get drafted and now they can't do anything besides go to the g league and they might not even make the g league team waste i mean waste of somebody's career if you're
0: saying the product's gonna be worse because the kids aren't ready like they don't have they're not NBA polished and they're not ready to ready to course, go, which
1: essentially will turn into an NBA product. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, then just don't play them their first year, or like play them limited minute. Like look at Jonathan Kaminga; he was a project coming out of the the G League uh, Ignite. He barely played with the Golden State Warriors this year. Granted, they had a deep team, but he barely played this year, and they used it as a developmental year. You can do that. You can draft a guy out of high school fourth overall and give him a year to. To develop and play him 10 minutes a game. Like you're not forced to play them 36 minutes and, and completely burn them out.
1: Golden State didn't draft coming with the top five pick. They had the valuable asset of time to play out to play with them. A recovering clay, a aging Steph that the league finally figured out, and Andrew Wiggins that they didn't think anybody could do anything with because he had already fizzled out of two or three teams. Great example. Bad team to give an example for because Golden State has the time, the luxury for that. Philadelphia doesn't have the luxury and time for that. Whenever when they drafted faults, Cleveland at the time after LeBron left didn't have the time for that, so they ended up going with Wiggins and then I think Kyrie before that. Like they don't have some teams don't have the luxury or the time to be able to wait for somebody to develop. They need them on the court right. L.A. the Lakers could not have benched Lonzo Ball. They could not have. They would have got crucified. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're on the, it's yeah, going to happen. It's going to happen. I think they just, yeah, it's going to happen. I hope it does. I want these kids to eventually be I able think, to make the money, make the bread. I just, I just think, think it's going to be a worse product. I the
0: inter- the most interesting thing to me is that whenever this rule goes into effect, it's basically going to be the greatest draft class of all time. Because what you're going to have is you're going to have the kids in the previous year who were for- forced to do that one one year, right, in college. And they're going to have a whole draft class of – or. They're going to have a whole year of kids that graduated high school and had to go to college for a year, right? So you're going to have like top prospects in that class, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have a whole year of kids who are seniors in high school that don't have to go to college. So basically, you're taking two draft classes worth of top prospects and you're compressing them into one draft class. So if it's 2024, 2025, 2026, whatever year this happens, that draft is going to be amazing. You're going to have, you know, one through ten uh, top top guys.
1: I'm sorry little rumor that i heard and you that's a great point so i don't want to lose phrase on that one um that, that that is a great point but i did hear a little rumor that this is the lebron rule oh the brawny rule yeah because it's gonna allow brawny to get into the league the crazy one year thing? earlier to allow him to play with his father he's not good like that's the no, crazy thing he's better. better bryce is better Well, yeah. which but- it always happens that way Lamelo's better than lonzo like it's just unfortunate yeah the the older brother he's not Venus, even a LaMelo he's Serena he's Jalen. was better than Venus. You know what I'm saying like the older kid will get the hype and then yeah. the one that's behind him is the one that gets pissed off and like, "Oh, really? Okay." And then they ended up being a little bit better. It happens more often than not.
0: Well, the, I mean I think he's like projected on like the scouts Tank, whatever as like the 40th best prospect in that class. Like like he's not he's not a first round like draft prospect essentially.
1: He's a good mind. He's a good mind because of his father, but I think he's he would be a development player. I think he'd be a good G League. He'd be like a, Le- a Le- if, LeAngelo. If you're, if you're the
0: Lakers and you wanted to keep LeBron, would you waste a top 15 pick to draft? Get to him out of there.
1: No chance. I'm not taking LeBron at 38, 39 years old for a Bronny James, for LeBron to dip a year later and then you got Bronny James. Come on, man.
0: I'm am I'm a sorry-ass Magic fan. I'll do it. Let's go.
1: Mm-mm. Get out of here. <laughs> well, you get LeBron. Guess what? Guess who's coming to L.A.? Call it now, baby. It happens all the time. Honcho Benchero is coming to L.A. All number one draft picks that go to Orlando, whether it's Shaq, Dwight, or Honcho, they're coming to L.A. Pablo, do your thing. Pack your bags. Play in three years. Get pissed off. Ask out of town. Go to L.A. It always happens. Just follow the trend. That's all we need.
0: On that note, I'm ending this, this bullshit. Yes, sir. Alright, we're off next week. It was fun. Long episode. We had a good time, but we'll uh, we'll be back. Remember, rate, subscribe, review. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. We